0: Jacob who?
1: Worst vacation ever.
0: I'm Adam Addis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're
1: listening to the You'll Hear podcast.
0: Daily jazz advice. We don't do retakes. We don't do outtakes. We don't do... Dude, you did about three takes. Oh, yeah. We do do <laughs> three takes, though. That's true. <laughs> hey, don't tell them that. And that's what we got to? That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. But you should have yeah. heard take one and take... Uh, yeah, if you didn't like take three, wait till you hear <laughs> take one or take two. <laughs> Uh, Today's episode is sponsored by
1: Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com. Check out our new uh, practice journal, 52 week practice journal. A lot of musicians hit me up for these. Gotta go pay for it. Open
0: Studio. Friends. Open Studio. Wow.
1: Wow. Wow. With a practice journal, you
0: too could sound better (laughs) than that. Uh, What are we talking about today? Step one. Work on singing. <laughs> um, today we're talking about two pianos, how to play two pianos, yeah. not two key stations. Oh, my two gosh. That's what we should pianos. have done, dude, is two. <laughs> no, you should have been on this, and I should have been on, on the grand, the Steinway grand. Oh, that oh. would have been nice. No. Um, yeah, so we talked a little bit last week. We did a little bit of a, a pre-mortem. Yep. We might say we're going to do a little bit of a post-mortem. Um, on our gigs that we did, this is difficult because we, when we talked about them before the show... The episodes came on after, and yeah. now we're talking about them. The gigs have already happened, yeah, and it's and we're like retrospecting. Well, on. we th- we thought now we would just mind
1: blown. Re- we would break down, uh, you know, kind of our strategy for doing two pianos, and this could work too with like piano keyboard or whatever, yeah, um, which is not something we really covered last week. Uh,
0: we just no, because of- we were just it was two grand pianos. We were they were. Put together in the traditional kind of frame to frame situation. There's a lot of soundboard on this. A lot of soundboard. And the tops were off. That was one kind of strategy that uh, I think worked out good. I think it sounded good. The feedback was great. I had a blast, man. It I was really a, fun. Oh, I yeah. had a lot of fun, man. I You were killing it. I think we uh, played some really fun stuff. And I think we were in agreement. At least we told each other afterwards we wanted to do more of them. Was oh, that- man.
1: I would love to do more. I okay, felt like cool. it was really, yeah, it, was, it went over really, really
0: well, which was. Uh, a nice surprise not a surprise but it was a nice to, nice feeling right well i think it's a surprise in that and like you were telling me i didn't realize i think until the first we did three shows that was nice yeah three separate performances three separate audiences over two days but you were telling me that you basically have never done that with two pianos and not a full-on like, concert like that i wow. mean
1: I'd I done two pianos on the same stage but with a band right you know I mean I've, we've done that before we've like, done that before yeah piano Rhodes or whatever right. I've done piano b three yeah. but never just two pianos and that's it
0: yeah uh as a and concert I mean, yeah. I mean you know
1: practice rooms or whatever
0: that's thing. Right, right. but like but it, when you do it as a concert, it's a very it's so unique I mean any duo I think is a unique opportunity we've as pianists. Um, we've done those a lot, you know, with a bass player, with yeah, the singer. So all the time. but even so, like that's a unique thing. But when you take two of the same instrument, I mean the closest thing, and I've just because I've done it recently, it's kind of on my mind, is the piano and guitar. Right. And like that's very close in some ways to piano, piano, because you have but it's it's still different. But you have two chordal instruments that have a a very similar range, or in common. Obviously, the piano is much wider range, but when you get the two pianos, you have that. But then you have the exact same sound. I mean, you have two pianists, so the possibilities for it being different are are wonderful. Because that then you can kind of focus on that. But it takes a minute to get into that right. because we're used to playing as the only only pianist producing that piano sound sound in a band situation. So you think, oh, well, I'm used to doing solo piano. I've done that a lot. That's going to be similar to this, but it's totally different. It is totally different, and I think that was one of the
1: big surprises for me, and one of the big things I learned from this week was uh, I, I was really worried about uh, it's going to be too busy, or like you know, don't don't step on Peter's toes, or try to whatever. But I was really surprised at how easy it was to blend together, right. and how actually, like by that last show that we did, I was able to like, and I heard you doing the same thing, it was like, if you were some, do it, somewhere doing something, I could actually get in there with you in the same range right. and do like things that complemented that, and it's actually a really cool sound that you would never hear in any other situation right. as opposed to just like, okay, if he's here, i got to be out here, which right. you, you, we did do most of the time, yeah. but I was really surprised at how it's like, you can actually blend really well in the same range. It never felt like if it felt like it got really thick it felt like it was appropriate it got yeah. the purpose you know what i mean i mean and there were times where one of us would step back and obviously like during the solos or whatever one of us would step back and kind of lay it down or whatever yeah. or even sometimes step out completely which right. was a, a, your suggestion at one of our sound checks which i think was a really good suggestion was like hey you know we both don't have to play all the time we can right. that, that's a that's a a sound we can utilize and it's more powerful too when we play together and that's those kind of like uh, on the spot arranging things really work. But I was really having fun with, because we both, we played two of the same kind of piano, the same brand of piano. So even though they were very different pianos, um, but like, you know, if you were to do something up high, I could go into that same range and kind of compliment what you were doing. And it is actually a really awesome sound.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think those times you kind of hit on the two main areas that become apparent once you do this. Uh, I'm not sure so much to the listener, um because it's more about the overall effect to the listener. I, I do know these things, it's harder, depending on the positioning of, and where people are sitting, it's hard to even tell who's playing what, which yeah. I think is fine. Yeah. You know, it shouldn't be, like, because their frame of reference, just like ours, is is different than a duo like a guitar to piano where you can just hear what's, di- you know, obviously. Even if you're in the same range, you know what a guitar sounds like, you sure. know the a piano. But for as the players, we know what we're playing at any time, so we know exactly what's not being played. So it really becomes, and, and I think... You know, Out of necessity, but I think it's a good thing And works Is when you realize that it's about the entire output Totally And so it's not so much like four hands Or four hands on two pianos or whatever No, it's just like about what piano plus It shouldn't be doubled like Everything shouldn't be doubled yeah. And everything shouldn't be twice as thick right. Because what the music calls for at any time is exactly the same as if there was one piano, or if there was one flute player, or whatever the situation was. What's called for in the music is what's going to unfold with the music. Totally. So yes, you have the possibility. Instead of eighty-eight keys, you could look like you could look at that as double. I guess that would be one hundred and seventy-six mm-hmm. or something. Is, is, yeah. Something like that. No, so, no. Like, is that right? Yeah. One hundred maybe? and sixty-six. Sixty-six. I don't think so. No. Right? What are we doing here? 80, 80. Yeah, 176. Carry I think the that. 7. Carry it, carry it, carry it. Divided by 2.
1: Yeah, 176. Yeah, 176. So, okay. Ooh, that <laughs> took way too long. Not me. No but, <laughs> no, but
0: the idea is like not that we have 176 because actually we still just have 88. Right. Because they're the same ones. But we have – and that was my only like suggestion because I remember because I've done it a few times is that the tendency we have – To say we always have to be taking advantage of four hands. No, flip that around. Like the beauty of it is that now we can make music in a different way, but still have the completion, which we know solo piano is already complete. Hmm. So it's not like when you do a duo with a saxophone player, there's a certain amount of support in in either in a very traditional way with like a root or bass line and kind of chords above or below or whatever, but there's just a certain amount of support in that it's it's always going to be a single line instrument, you know. Solo piano we know can be a complete thing. Now, I'm not saying Sonny Rollins playing solo saxophone or Joshua Redman or all these people that have done Of course, that's a beautiful, complete thing, but it's different, yeah. you know, it's different. So when we talk about, like, piano being a symphony, yeah, it isn't actually a symphony, but it can represent that. So when we get two together, to me, what was really interesting about, like, kind of how we approached it, and and maybe a fun way, if any of the, if you guys get a chance to do this, is to think about it as, like, how do we still get to the solo piano level, but with two pianists at two pianos? Almost like a like in the classical thing, when I did a little bit of that playing too, was like actual forehand stuff on one piano. Ooh, a little bit awkward, sort of both at the bench together. Yeah. You don't want to be next to a portly person because you <laughs> might fall off. I guess separate benches would be uh, called for. But I mean, they have the double bench, they have the, uh, ah, the, the forehand bench. Of fence. course. Yeah. The yeah, dopio. Yeah. The dopio. The dopio. Um, but to me, that's a lot harder than doing, even though like you're restricted into the music of what and I've only done classical stuff there. I mean, it's playing. It would around. be harder on jazz too. Yeah. I think for so. Sure. Well, there's certain things that are simplified in terms of, like, if you're sitting at the bottom, you're going to be walking some bass, you know, playing some stuff down there or whatever. Right. Um, so that just physically gets you. But I, I, I think it's a super interesting thing. It's something we don't do enough. You know, we're really excited. We've talked about doing it some more um, because the possibilities are like, I mean, it's just such a great instrument. When you get two of them, It's you know, it's like the old, I don't know if you remember the double mint. A gum totally. commercials with from the back twins, of the day. Yeah, twins doing skiing and, and rollerblading. And, a little sexist and race—not racist, but sexist. Couldn't be used today, I don't think those. Most like double them. the pleasure. Come on, wink, wink. We, yeah, we know where they're going little, with that. Little wild, little wild, not cool. One thing that uh, no bueno, I no think bueno.
1: For me, like as the week went on, I started to get more comfortable with was was, and it's because it's something it's something you don't do a lot of is blending the two instruments, yes. you know, dynamically and, and timbre and tone or whatever. You know, I'm used to blending with a horn player or yep. a singer or a drummer or whatever, but I've never had to blend with another pianist. And it's a different kind of blend, right. you know, because you have to take into factor things like, you know, what what chords are you playing? Yeah. How are you voicing the chords? Not like chord voicings, but what are you yeah, bringing yeah. out? Yep. You know, what's your... What's your uh, expression level of, like, legato, staccato. I mean, like, all that stuff is something... What's my sign?
0: Like, we had to talk about that. I'm a Leo, you're a... I can't even remember now. I'm a Capricorn, man.
1: Capricorn. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But that, to me, was a really interesting process that, uh, like I said, I was actually just starting to get really into by that last show. That's why we need to do some more, because I was really starting to feel like... Oh, man, you could... The more you do it, like with anything, you see the possibilities start yeah. to open up, you know, the more you learn, you're like, yeah. Oh, there's more questions that need answering now. So
0: Yeah, and I think that the blending thing is is really the like that's a, a fertile area to explore as we do it more. Um, is that it's like the, the kind of two different ways to look at it. It's really the duality of the blending. On the one hand, it automatically blends because it's a piano. Sure. So, like, you don't have to do anything. But on the other side, it's like you have to do a lot, like talk about voicing, registers, you know, timbre, um, harmony I mean like all those things you know touch all that affects that in order to give some differenti- not necessarily differentiation as into who's playing what but what is needed like because we have I mean yeah of course we could we could have just gone into it as like you play C and above and I'll play C and below and you play exactly what you normally play as solo piano up there and I'll play what I normally play here and we'd have a blend and, and kind of a solo piano thing but obviously we don't want to do it like that so it's like how do you go in and out of those moments where as you say like we're, we're getting out of each other's way We're playing solo piano. We're playing stuff together in the same range. We're playing things that aren't the same, but we're still challenging a little bit in the same range. And then, like, using that as part of the dramatic flair of the performance. Or even just like, you know, you were saying like sometimes the audience can't tell, but like
1: really trying to blend, we were just starting to do that towards the end too, of like yeah. really trying to blend of like, oh, you won't be able to tell. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. This, this could be either one And then
0: us. you can go in and out of that. It's a fun thing. Yeah, it's it's really like, cool. oh, now you can tell. Now yeah, you can. Yeah, now yeah, you yeah. can tell. And we did a little bit of, you know, like outside of the piano percussion on the thing. Yeah, that was fun. And that was totally spontaneous. You went inside a little bit. Totally. And And so, like, that's, it's a great, I mean, it's always a great time to explore that, but to me, it's always fun when that organically happens, and because of the exposure that we have, now, yes, we have that exposure when we're solo piano, no bass, no drums, nothing to get in the way, like, I don't do a whole lot of that, just because, like, it can't really be heard unless it's solo, you know, but with the two piano, it was nice, like, yeah, because, and then you've got, like, some, some, um, you know, some accompaniment to it still from somebody that understands what's happening because it's the same instrument. Totally, yeah. So I think we were able to take advantage and leverage that technology, as we it's say super a little fun, bit. Bro. That's how we do it. That's oh, see, we... you are a toucher. Look at you. Go <laughs> ahead, man. <laughs> that's good. Pounder. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do it again. And that would be something. Now that, is there a page on here for two pianos practicing? No, I don't know if that's <sighs> no. Again. There's not. But as a pianist, you're going to be able to look. To me, this is this makes this book worth. We're, we're talking about. What are we the, talking about? The practice. The Pujo. The Pujo. The the Pujo. Pujo. Pujo is a now you've accepted name what it's called. Dude. Yeah. Rhymes with Cujo. Um, open Studio. But l- beautiful art. Like you say, it rhymes with Cujo. <laughs> it's based off of Bujo, a <laughs> <laughs> bullet journal. But it does rhyme with Cujo. But it also, it also rhymes said. with Bujo. Well, so it's all good. But look, you've got the week up, but I love the goals for the week. That in itself is just beautiful. You got some notes to write. I think this lays things out. It gives you some self accountability. Who doesn't need that?
1: I definitely need it Yeah
0: we all need it So check that out Open Studios Along with all of our New courses Lead Sheet Basics Volume 1 Of Jazz Piano Basics Lead Sheet Breakdown I'm sorry Jazz Piano Basics Checked out Very affordably priced Um, I tried to raise the price Nobody let me do it I'm going to sneak into The back end of the website And do that Very shortly though So pick that up When you get a chance By our very own Adam Mm Manis. And um, until tomorrow You'll hear it